0: Hey everybody, I'm Jason, your host of Let Freedom Reign, an equine industry leading podcast that talks to folks from all different walks of life, who share their testimony of adversities and perseverance, and how the horse has helped them through their journey. Stay tuned, we're going to have a great time. Come along for the ride. Welcome everybody to another week here at Let Freedom Reign podcast. Our guest this week is WPRA world champion, Donnean Taylor. Donnean is the author of an incredible book titled Heart of a Champion. Additionally, she is a mental performance coach that serves many of the top athletes in the world of rodeo. You can find her book on Amazon. And to learn more, you can visit DonneanTaylor.com. That's D-O-N-E-N-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. You can find her on social media under Donnean Taylor. Now, should you find the content of this episode valuable, please share it with a friend. Additionally, your five-star ratings and reviews on the podcast platform of your choice would mean the world to us. You can find us on both Facebook and Instagram under Let Freedom Reign Podcast. We hate to keep you all waiting any longer. Here is our conversation with WPRA world champion and mental performance coach, Donneen Taylor.
1: Well, you know, I have a very cool seminar um, that's going to that's going to take place November 13th, 14th and 15th in the stockyards there at Fort Worth, Texas with the American Paint Horse Association. And um, Mr. Hayes, he is uh, is putting on an event. It's it's all about empowering women. And I get to do a seminar uh, on on confidence and, and, and how, how you can do confidence and, and how, and how confidence is more than, than just a feeling. It's something that you do. It's an action. And I'm pretty pumped up about that. And he'll have tickets for sale for that. And they're going to have a big WCRA team roping, um, breakaway during that time. I think it's like 20,000 added Holy for the breakaway. smokes! Yeah, a challenger event and an open event. So I mean, that is something that I'm I'm preparing for every day for that seminar and, and pumped up to share um with the women there of of, of how to do confidence, how to be competent.
0: It's great. And I can't wait to get into the line share of this episode and really break down the whole mental performance side of things. And I've mentioned many times on the show before and kind of how we got connected is is mental Mental performance, mental preparation, mental coaching was a big part of my life as an athlete prior to doing the horse stuff, and I think there is very much an applicable and growing market in the world of rodeo and horsemanship. And hopefully, throughout this episode, we can we can educate folks as to what resources are out there, and obviously, specifically your approach and your growth. But before we get into the lion's share of the show. Let's go. Let's start with a little bit of your history in the horse world and kind of your progression into becoming a mental performance coach in the rodeo industry.
1: Well, I mean, horses have always and and first, I mean, thank you for having me on here. Okay, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I am I'm I'm a super fan and uh, and and your your podcast. I mean, there's a lot of knowledge that is shared between you and your guest, but the folks, when they listen to it, I know, I know, I mean, down in my core, I know they're implementing. It's, it's, it's not rocket science, just like this mental performance. Yeah. It's, it's life and it's things that you can implement if you choose. And that's the, you know, that's the word, right? Choose yes, very if you much choose so. To do so. And uh man, I have had a, a relationship with horses um since I was itty bitty. I had my first pony, Jake, um, when I was two. And I just I just had that love for horses just inside of me. And I, I grew up through all the ranks. Um Grew up a lot in Rapid City till I was fourteen, and and did all the the, the play days, the gymkhanas, the the four H shows, and and rodeos, and high, um, you know, did did the did the little britches, rodeos that association, and then we moved to Wyoming, and and started high school rodeoing and and did the collegiate rodeoing and, and had a lot of success, um, had a lot of failure. the learning takes to, place. Yeah, I got, got to go to a lot of the, the, the national finals, the high school finals, the collegiate finals, did well both places. Um, graduated college from Shadron State in Nebraska with an education degree. Um, got married, got divorced. Um, I had a lot of different jobs. Write about it in my book, you know, with, yeah. uh, with the Internal Revenue Service, with the insurance, with banking. And then I married then I married my high school sweetheart, who we never dated. We weren't gonna date. <laughs> he was Sam was super, super wild, but but I gosh, I just I just I just knew that guy. I mean, like, man, I'm gonna marry that guy. And I wrote that down when I was fourteen. And that's kind of the whole basis of the book is is the five goals that I wrote down when I was 14 years old and, and Marion Stan, that was one of them. the short
0: list. I like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> top five. Now, like I say, we never dated. I mean, barely, barely like, I don't even know if we talked. Okay. I just knew that I'm going to marry that guy. And, uh, and I was going to, I wanted to win the world in the tie down roping. And at back then it was the GRA, the girls rodeo association, mm-hmm. um, wanted to coach because I had worked with Kelly um well, it was Tierney at that time, Paul Tierney's wife at that time. Now it's um Kelly Word and uh, and wanted to be a coach and um wanted to write a book because I had read Jennifer Hayes, um Haynes book, Championship Breakaway and and Goat Tying, and and that book really just it it just really sparked me. Um you know, I wanted to do all of that, and then I also wanted to, you know, qualify, run down the Run down the alley at the NFR, and at that point in the barrel race, and I've gotten four out of five of those goals done. I, I haven't, I haven't qualified for the NFR yet, mm-hmm. and and yet is the most powerful three-letter word ever. And don't know if it'll be the barrel race or the breakaway, but I have not, I have not buried that dream. It's still very alive. It's incredible in uh, listening, right? Perspective
0: is a big deal for me personally. Obviously it comes through in this show. Uh, I love the power of yet, right? And yeah. it leaves that door open because you don't know. And the the luxury of the rodeo world in a lot of the Western industry is you don't age out as fast as you do in a lot of other professional sports to just obliterate your body. Uh, and. For you and your journeys and your passions, I mean, it's incredible to hear the the road that you've traveled, right? Things that you set out for at 14 years old. Most of us can't even remember what we're doing in life at 14 years old, let alone we're driven enough to write down these goals, let alone we're persistent enough to keep those goals alive. And here you are with four or five of them accomplished and the fifth one knocking on a doorstep i mean it's most commendable because most of us just don't have that fortitude or forethought or persistence to to stick with something that long and carry that passion and carry that fire so for you and your journey what what has been the thing that has pushed you along or maintained that flame to burn burn inside of you
1: well i mean I, I obviously have grit i mean i'm sure you're aware of angela Duckworth's you know book grit mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. and 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 grit I, I think that is something that that you can develop i i don't think you're either like you're born with it or you're not kind of like mental toughness you you aren't born mentally tough mm-hmm. mental toughness is trained and and it it truly it was a desire that that I had in my Heart in my gut, in my soul, just in my mind, I mean, just always had that desire to to want to be my best, to want to be my best mm-hmm. and and do my best and and I knew I wanted something to do with with horses. There's just something there with the horse that that I'm very drawn to that it just it just fills me up. I, you know, and I, I really—it just—it it never left the spark, the desire. It just never left. It was really ingrained.
0: So for you, I know for a lot of people, right? Type A personalities, people that that pursue success on different levels than most, right? I mean, people that are truly chasing elite levels of performance. I think there's always, and I've experienced it in my personal life, not to say that I'm elite or successful in anything, but in in my pursuit of success, there's always been a struggle of maintaining life balance. Oftentimes, I've placed goals. It's such a high priority that other levels of my life or other parts of my life start to fall apart. So is there a way or what has proven success in your life in maintaining the life balance or... What challenges did you face, and how did you overcome those challenges to get back to life
1: balance? Well, I was very unbalanced. I mean, very. I mean, that's something I needed to to learn. And um, I mean, I write about you know the OCD. The, I write about the eating disorder. I, I write about um, a lot of things that 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 definitely threw threw me off balance. It was something I needed to learn. Um, Mm -hmm. one thing about balance for me is I can't be everything to everyone. Um, I I can do anything, but I can't do everything. I'm, I am very singular minded, meaning, um, well, for one thing, when, when, as I wrote the book, I didn't compete. I mean, that was, that was my focus, you know, for two and a half years. Was to write the book, and I didn't. I didn't compete at that time. Now I have the book. I have the business. You know, I'm. I'm mastering. I'm mastering the basics of of what I'm doing. I'm. I'm doing it really well. I continue to remaster the basics, but now I'm. Now I'm competing again. Now I've stepped back into that arena, but I don't. I mean, I used to apologize for it, or or make, or or like. Um, or like discount it. Well, you know, I just, I just don't do a lot of different things at one time. I just can't. Here's yeah, the deal. Yeah. I don't want to do a lot of different things at one time. I'm very singular focused and that's how I get stuff done Yeah, is by being, by being focused and that's I don't apologize. Cause,
0: like it. Yeah. Cause I, I, by nature, I'm not right. I, I understand that. And I feel that same thing, right? I like to focus on what's ahead of me, but I personally have the issue of taking on way too much at any given time. I always have way too many brands in the fire, and people always get on me. How you get all this stuff accomplished? And the answer is, I don't know. I truly don't know. I mean, you got to work, work a lot. Well, There's a lot of long hours, but I commend you well, for I- for being able to step away from it and step back to it, right? In some of these these endeavors.
1: Well, it ain't the first time I've done that, you know i I know it's it's there i've it's not like I sat I was sitting on the couch eating oreos and ice cream. i mean <laughs> I mean I stayed in shape i I obviously you know was was working on it, but not mm-hmm. in the capacity mm-hmm. of of going all in and and competing mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean I really i i uh, I break it down into energy, work, and love. those are my three those are my three categories those are my three compartments. And, 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 and that's where I put my focus in, in energy. I mean, that is what makes, that's what makes it all work. That's what helps to make it all work is making sure that I'm filling myself up. And, you know, with that, with working out, with eating right, with mindset, with meditation, um, with, with journaling, with self care things, making sure my tank is full, because you can only give what you have. If you don't have it, you can't give it. And then, and then I have, I have my work, you know, things that, that I'm working on for my work, which is, you know, my, my coaching business, my book and my, and my competing. And then I have my, my love and, and that's, that's my family, my friends, my inner circle. And it's, that's how I break it down, Jason.
0: I think it's great. It's a great way to organize it. I think, right. Doing things in threes, usually retention helps a lot better with that. And and that's true. I mean, I love the point that you make that you cannot give what you don't have, right? And and I have lived that road where I just run run myself so ragged that there's just nothing there. And now I think with all I have going on in life, I've accomplished and am accomplishing 10 times the workload that I had when I was worn out. But mm-hmm. I place so much more emphasis on on staying balanced because like you, I know what being unbalanced feels like. I know the detriments. I know the signs. I know how my body responds when I'm starting to tip that scale and mm-hmm. and I'm able to catch myself sooner, right? And I'm able to enrich my life faster or more deeply. And that's what personally helps me to to press on and still be able to, to be, how do you say it, as accomplished, right? To get as much done in, in day-to-day operations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and those three, those three energy work, love, I mean, that's the priority for me. That's the priority for me.
0: So I want to break out. We've mentioned the book a couple of times, heart of a champion, right? And you talked about stepping away for a little, little bit to write. Let's talk about how that project developed and then we'll get into the actual process of, so how do you go from all that you have in the horse world and competing to you know what? I'm gonna put this on paper and, and make a product and avail this to the world.
1: Well, it it was a process, right? And and, and it started back. I mean, I, I really wanted, I mean, that was one of the goals to become the world champion, tie down calf roper in the WPRA. And if you go from from 14 years old to writing that darn thing on a piece of paper to when it finally accomplished when I was 52 years old that's 38 years. It took me 38 years to get that done. God, how and, incredible. And and things well, I appreciate that. And 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 it it there was a lot of start stops. A lot of starting, a lot of stopping. I did not have the skill set, the horsemanship, the mindset, and I would get frustrated and I rode that emotional roller coaster many times. But when I I finally started I guess it was Lyle Sankey. I mean, back in like mm-hmm. twenty twenty eleven. 2011, I mean, I'm taking my kid to his school. Yeah. Um, to, to ride bulls and, and I'm taking notes for Hunter. I mean, I know he ain't going to write down nothing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I I got my little notebook. I'm, I, I mean, that's, I, I know to take notes and, and Lyle asked those boys, you know, and, and some men there you know, what's the definition of insanity in 2011? I didn't know. And so I write it down definition of insanity. I'm waiting for the answer. I'm going to write it down and he gives it to us and, you know, doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. And as I'm writing it down, I'm like, "Uh Oh, me. <laughs> I mean, really, you know, at the bull riding school, Lyle, Sankey. I think, I just think the world of this man. And, uh, He's helped my kid, but I tell Mr. Sankey, I'm like, man, you know, I really thought he's going to help my kid. And man, I, I, I think I got, you know, you should have charged just double because yeah. Yeah. I, I took away a lot. And so that was my spark. That was my spark to do different. You mm-hmm. know, once you know better, once you have that awareness, I know you talk a lot about awareness. Oh yeah. And, and that's, that's huge. And once I have that awareness that I needed to do better, then I could do better. And I developed. The contract, a three-year contract of, hey, no matter what, I ain't stopping. I'm not going to start, start, stop, start, stop. And I, I scratch out this contract. I sign it. I make it for three years. I have no idea why I make it for three years. Three years sounds good. Um, and, and you know, research has shown three to five years is a really good time. You know, that's a great time frame to commit to something. Mm-hmm. Um and so I commit to it I get to I get to 2014 and things are going along good I'm meeting Larry D guy I'm 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 moving along I mean I got I got I got some great horses I got some great horses that I bought from Larry D and Trevor I got another one I got from Tyson I mean I got this trailer now my dream trailer um I'm 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 being more competitive but I still don't have the world one. So I renegotiate that that contract for another year. So we're twenty fifteen. It's contract extension. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, renegotiate. That that was part of the quad. Yeah. You know, after after three years, I can renegotiate it. Yeah. Or or I can be done. But the the decision was made. I had draw the line in the sand, stepped across it. There's no quitting for three years. You're, you're you're in it for three years. It's yeah, kind of like signing yeah. up for the army. I've never I've no I'm not I have never enlisted, but it, it was like that. Nothing, nothing can happen. And I'll tell you what well, kind of back inside of that three years, had I not had that contract for three years, I would have stopped. I mean, my brother, dang, I mean, he commits suicide inside oh of that my three years. My mom dies of lung cancer. I I. I, I re-tear my, my rotator cuff, my good, my you know, my good little horse at that time. I mean, he passes, he dies. And I'll tell you, before that three-year contract, I would have quit and, and stalled out for who knows how long. But that contract kept me hooked. And I didn't quit, even though I had all those things happen inside of the first three years. And so 2014 comes don't get what I want. I renegotiate it one year. 2015 comes. i still don't have what I want. So I renegotiate it for another year. And in 2016, I get it. I get it one. And during this whole time, um, I am committed. I'm dedicated. I'm focused. I'm, I'm working with Larry D. Guy. I'm working with Troy Pruitt. I'm working with Scott Cormos. I've I've, I've brought in a mental performance coach, you know, someone really um, you know, changed up my life, helped me to to now be able to do what I'm doing, you know, the coaching Brian Kane. And that's all these stories accumulated. and and that's that's a lot of what that book is about is that last five years, but it also shows, the reflection of of all the struggle and all the quit and and all the mental illness and 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 my love my, my love for it I mean I, I talk about my rehab there you know what 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 that did for me. Mm-hmm. So it's it's I don't know if it's a, a memoir or not, but it's 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 my journey up until I got my goal. And so I mean we're we're going like mm, we're like twenty fifteen. And, and Larry D, you know, I mean, she's in my inner circle and she says, Hey, your story, it's powerful and, and you need to do something with it. And I'm thinking, well, it'd be pretty cool if this was the book that I had, you know, wrote about when I was 14. And so then that really helps. I mean, people talk about a why you got to have a big why. I talk about it in my yeah, I, I write about it in, in, in my book. Man, that, that why is what keeps you hooked through the adversity. That why is, is how you figure out the how, how you're going to do it. And my why to begin, it was really superficial. The buckle, the saddle, the name in the record book. That was my why. And it obviously wasn't enough to keep me hooked because there was a lot of start stopping, a lot of quitting. But as, as I went along in my journey, my why got a lot deeper. It evolved. And as I'm going along, I'm thinking, man, you know, when in the world would really give a great ending yeah. <laughs> to the book? It really would. And, and it wasn't sitting on the couch thinking about, wow, what a great ending it would be. It was like, that's why. I got out there and worked as hard as I did. That's why I kept showing up for lessons. That's why I kept, I went to all those rodeos a lot by myself. That's why I did it scared. And I did it anyway. Thinking, man, that's, this is, this is, this is going to be a cool book and it's going to help somebody.
0: Most definitely. And I want to, I want to elaborate on this idea of why, because uh, I recently yeah. had a conversation with one of my mentors, and and reestablishing the why and my purpose here with the show and my wow. realm or space in this horse world. Now, I want to talk about how the transition took place for you in mm-hmm. my journey. Right, I started out with the same goals. Baseball had ended for me, and okay. and. At the time, I wanted to be a professional athlete, right? And I went as far as my God-given talent could take me. I think I went beyond it, to be honest. Uh, I'm not a physical specimen. I'm not extra special. I don't come from a long line of professional athletes, anything of that sort. But I sure did the best with what God had given me and, and carried that true. And then when I got into the horse world, I thought the same exact thing. I, I initially kind of did it to fill the void of competing. I just didn't have anything to compete at, like like baseball filled in me. And I wanted to be the best team roper I could possibly be. It wasn't too long into the journey. We talked a little bit off air that that I started to focus more on the horse. And now I've gone down this horsemanship journey that I, I never even could have dreamt of. I didn't even know existed, right? And I use the adage that you don't know what you don't know when you're chasing mm. perfection uh, or chasing that that level of expertise. But I think it's interesting with why because – why definitely drives people in a direction. And for you, you talk about there's somewhat of, it was somewhat in vain, right? Cause it was for personal success. It was for personal recognition, right? It was for oh, things. Yeah. And I yeah, think we ability. all, I think yeah. we all start that way. But I think, I think the depth comes from people being willing to change and understand that there's a greater purpose that we can all serve. At least that's been my experience. So for you, how did that why change from gold buckles nice saddles big trailer recognition to now helping other people spending your time on earth that you will never get back to help other people achieve their success, successes and their goals
1: Yeah, you know, it, it 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 truly it truly evolved. It it was and it, it and it it didn't evolve overnight. It was one step at a time. And my why, I mean, it it truly is. I mean, at this point, and and, and back then it's it's who I become in the process. It's my, my why is, you know, doing what I do is wow. This is this is really gonna evolve me personally. But on top of that, it's the impact, it's the influence, it's the empowerment, and it's the inspiring of others that really light me up, give me joy, fulfill me. I mean, that's where it's at for, for me. And and I think working with Larry D. Guy, I mean, when you surround yourself with elite people, man, it is gonna rub off on you. You're, you are gonna absorb that. Troy Pruitt, Scott Cormos, Brian Kane. I mean, surrounding yourself with elite people who have what you want. They already have what you want. They give you, I, I call it a playbook. That's what I call my book. They give you the playbook. They, success leaves clues. They give it to you if, like, like how you're talking, you're open to it.
0: Yes, yes. I think that's the biggest thing, right? Is it? People got to be willing to. Uh, they got to be willing to change, and they got to be open-minded because my journey has has gone down a road I never thought, but it's brought me so much more. Fulfillment and so much more success as I define it now, right? Success for me used to be that, right? Just be the best athlete you could possibly be, right? Everybody wants to be the World Series champion when you play baseball, but uh, now to have the ability to impact lives, to get messages, right, via social media and email uh, quite regularly, you know, hey, I listened to this episode and this guest said this, that, and the other, right? And it tweaked my mindset. I just think how, how fortunate am I that God has chosen me as a vehicle to hopefully better humanity to those, those that I have reached to, right? Those that I have extensions with.
1: I love that. Yeah, I, I, love, I love your perspective. I love your perspective. And, and we, we all, I mean, we all are influencers. We all are impacting. We all have the ability to empower. We all have everything we need inside of us already. We just need maybe new strategies. We need more time on task. We need, we need to put in more effort to get the results we want. None of us are lacking anything. I mean, that's my perspective but it's going to take work to tap into that. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So obviously our shows stick to about an hour script, and that sure as heck is not enough time to peel back all the layers of Heart of a Champion. But in your book, what are kind of some of the, the initial steps that people can kind of take to start to unlock some of this potential or maybe kind of step out of their own way a little bit?
1: Well, uh, you know, for for me, it, it was it was committing to it. Committing to it, seeing it as a as a mission, drawing that line in the sand. Hey, I'm 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 dedicating this amount of time towards it, and and we'll see where it goes. Um, but you know, for me, I wasn't a real big ask for help person. Yeah, I mean, I struggled with it very much too. Okay, and and that was that was something that that was huge. For me, I, I say that that probably probably was my kryptonite, and now it's it's my superpower. I am not scared to ask for help. I'm not I'm not scared to ask someone for help and and ask them how how, how did you get the results you got, and 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 to get a coach to get a mentor that was huge huge for me. Um, how I perceived mistakes. And failure, yeah. and challenges, and disappointments, and all of all of the things that you don't want to have happen. How to truly embrace that, and use it to your advantage, and how you use all of that to your advantage is is to see it as an opportunity to find the lesson.
0: It's very difficult like, to do to create that separation. You know, I know for me personally, I, I was very much if I don't achieve what I set out to do, then it was a failure. There's, there's You either achieve it or you don't. It was very, very black and white for a lot of years. And it's not until the recent that I start to understand that even if you don't necessarily achieve a goal, don't let it happen in vain, right? There's been lessons learned somewhere along the journey. And I challenge myself, can you be intelligent enough? Can you have the wherewithal or, or awareness to find out what those lessons are? and that's how i try to challenge myself in, in anything that i do moving forward rather than it being so goal specific i make it more process specific if that makes sense right and try to try to learn from the journey rather than learn from the the experience or the goal
1: oh absolutely it's keeping your process greater than the outcome yes yes very well, much and, so and you know the, the the bold goal it's important i mean that is what aligns your day-to-day activities is that bold goal that that's what that's what aligns you i mean that's that's having your your ladder set up against the right wall i yeah. mean okay that's the bold goal it helps to align you but taking away taking taking your focus off the bold goal and putting both eyes 100% of your focus on the process like what you talked about that that is how you Get that momentum and take that step forward. That's how you're gonna get those get those wins. And and I I, I think a step is a step. There, there are no little steps, there are no big steps, there are no small wins, there are no large wins. A win's a win.
0: Yeah. A that's a great a way step. to think about it. Great well, way to think about it.
1: Well, and here's the thing. If you're judging, if you're judging, it's a small win. It's a big win. This is this is a good run. This is a bad run. Hey, it's not it's not this or that. It's this and that. It's good and bad. Yeah. It's it's when you judge, that's when the emotion gets attached to it. And when we get emotional except for love, gratitude, appreciativeness, I mean, if we have any other emotion than that, we get stuck. Frustration, being mad, being angry, being disappointed. Yeah. Looking at it as a slump, that's that gets us stuck yeah. and it starts
0: it starts with judging that's incredible it's such a i mean we talk about these concepts and they seem they seem relatively simple in theory but the execution side of things can be very very difficult right i mean
1: well no 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 it's not difficult you draw the line in the sand you draw the line in your sand and and and, and you you journal about it you you write it down it's it's not good or bad, it's good and bad, yeah. and and I'm going to choose to see it both. It's a choice. It's difficult because the choice, the decision, isn't made.
0: Yeah, yeah. Does
1: that make sense? I it mean, does. When, no, it does. It does. When, when and it you it, decide. It goes back decide, to perspective,
0: right? It goes yeah. very much back to perspective. You can choose yeah, to be wait. judgmental and cast stone, or you can just accept things for what they are.
1: And, and then and and then and then see the positive, and
0: then press forward. The yeah.
1: Yeah, to e- and elevate forward, or you can see it as what it is, and you can choose negative, disappointment, pessimistic, unproductive. It's a choice, and 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 making a choice. It's people. I mean, they they try to. I have I've had some clients. Hey, like they'll say, like, hey, you know how it is. You know how it is. It, it's hard. It's. I'm like, hey, I'm not joining your club. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I know. I am not joining your poor pitiful me, ain't it awful? Blame and complaining, being defensive, comparing myself to I am not joining your club today. Yeah. I'll and tell I you think- what,
0: ownership has been a huge liberating circumstance in my journey, right? Taking ownership of action, whether it's positive or negative. Uh owning and, and controlling your space as an individual is is very much empowering and, and weeding out and not worrying about what you can't control you know i uh, so many times people get over emotionally invested and it's oftentimes things that don't even pertain to them they don't have any control and you got to think of all the brain power all the emotion that's wasted in something you have no zero control over uh, i just wonder in thinking back in life how much life did i waste spinning my wheels on stuff that really when you fundamentally think about it did not matter. And, and now trying to just focus on what I can change and having whatever impact I can in a positive light, it's really, it's lifted a lot of weight for me personally, right? And I would, I would assume it's the same for you and a lot of your clients.
1: Yeah. And, and it, and it, it takes practice, Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and it's, it's having that awareness like, wow, I haven't thought that thought, that negative thought, that unproductive thought, Wow, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. You know, having that awareness and like, man, man I'm not going there. Yeah. I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose to think differently.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's being co- it, committed to that change, right? That that line in the sand.
1: Well, and it, it takes discipline. It does, but but anything worth, you know, that that's hard, that's difficult, that's challenging. I mean, if if when you can overcome it, or or you can growth through that, man, it's there's so much reward on the other side of it. To to choose that discipline. And 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 maybe I said it was easy. You know, it's it's easy to do, but it's easy not to do. You know, yeah. I'll kind of reframe that. It it is. It's yeah. it's easy to do, it's easy not to do. Um, but it all starts with that awareness. It's all with having strategies. That's that's what I give a lot of my clients. I give them the strategies. So, so, so it isn't so hard. So you, you want to make it easy. You know, you yeah. want to make, your, you yeah. want to give your horse the, the opportunity to make the good choice. That's what you're doing for yourself. You're giving yourself the strategies to make the good choice.
0: Yeah. Making an educated choice. So I think this is a great segue to talk about the business, Right. There's so much more to you and your journey than an hour here at Let Freedom Rain podcast or the few pages of a book with Heart of a Champion. You have a mental performance coaching business. So let's talk about what you have to offer if somebody were to solicit business from you, kind of what can they expect and and how would you go about uh, fulfilling those mental performance coaching uh,
1: attributes? Wow. Okay, I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity to to talk about it. Um, I, I have a ninety day total immersion coaching program. I I call it mastering the art of winning, and I really it it helps you to create the create the world championship mindset that'll help you achieve your bold goals and win. Um, I I, I do it so it it helps eliminate the frustration, the anxiety, the self doubt um, I give you the specific strategies to help you do confidence. we talked about you know the seminar yeah. that's coming up in, in in November I mean I give you the strategies of, of how to how to shift your self-talk to be more powerful and productive and positive. Focus is a huge um, you know it's a huge part of competing and and, and winning it's it's very layered. And I have a lot of different exercises and drills that will help you, you know, ride into the arena with that locked in focus so that you can compete your best. How to, how to let go of, um, you know, we call them we, uh, in my book, I call them the, the yellow lights and the red lights, the things that, 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 that may trip you up, the distractions, the drama, the noise and, and how to get back, how, how to release the yellow and red and, and get back on to a green light. Mr. Mr. McConaughey, he's, he's got a book coming out. um, Matthew McConaughey. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's next, next month in October and it's titled green lights. I get kind of lit up about it because that, that truly is a mental performance term that I use. Um, And, and, and you want to be on those green lights. Um, Green means go. And how, how to focus on the things that you can control versus, not focusing on the things that you can't control. I mean, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, like reading a book. I mean, reading a book. You read the book. Wow, that was great. I learned a lot. You put the book back on the shelf, and then there it sits. You don't implement anything. And what good was it to read that book if you don't implement it? And my my program, it's total implementation. And my my clients, I mean, they could visit with me every single day if they want over this 90 day program. And I'm not saying I'm the only one that does it this way, but there are not a lot of coaches that give their clients that much access and availability to troubleshoot. You know, you do not need to wait until the next coaching session for us to unpack it. We can unpack it in real time. And I think well, that's very beneficial. I think the
0: accessibility is a big deal, right? And and I've ridden with with many phenomenal horsemen across the country, and for the week, you know, that you're with them, or however long it is, right, three, five, ten days. Yeah, a lot of growth does take place, and for most people, you're on a roll for a couple of weeks afterwards. You're hanging in there, maybe a month or two afterwards, but eventually that falls off, right, until your next interaction. So what I think is most commendable about your program is the the availability that you have for your clients. So, you know, when we have a conversation or a topic or a challenge and I go out and address it, if I'm on par, great. If I'm not, I can get a hold of you right now and address what needs to be addressed to to keep those green lights in front of me and not get hung up on a yellow or, God forbid, get hung up on a red. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, 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 you know, I've worked with a lot of very elite coaches and, and the coaches that have allowed me that X, you know, accessibility, it's, it's proven to be just worth its weight in gold for that. It's, it's where I've, I've made the most forward motion and, and you develop that relationship. I mean, that's what it's all about. Correct. Is, is developing that relationship. And I, I get a lot of joy seeing my clients, you know, just gain that momentum and 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 take off. And how
0: does how how is the journey supported beyond ninety days? Right, because a lot of growth can take place in ninety days. But like you talked about, uh, from the time you wrote down a goal, it took mm-hmm. nearly thirty-eight years to achieve that goal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what support do you offer beyond the ninety days for your clients to Aww. to keep them in the game?
1: Oh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, th- that's the total immersion program, and then and then the spaced repetition. I mean, that's how I learn best is is Correct. doing a little, a lot, not a lot, a little. And that is that is totally customized. But but I I keep if they want one on one support for a month at a time, or or they want to schedule, I, I do it over Zoom. You know, so I can we have that eye contact, yeah, that eye eye contact. I mean, yeah, there, there's definitely bundles and, and individual programs or some will, some will, they're, they're good. And then they'll, they'll reach out when, when they do have a roadblock or, or something does happen. But most of my clients, they do stay hooked. They, they see the value in the space reputation. And so, yeah, there's, there's obvious, um, you know, how to stay connected and hooked, whatever level they want. If it's a monthly Zoom call, if it's, if it's staying hooked the whole time, there's there's different options because we're all different. We all we we all, you know, we start where we start, yeah. And we work way up, and there's options.
0: And I think the greatest blessing, at least for for me, and I would say a lot of the guests on my show, because we just are common in thought, morals, and ethics, is the the greatest thing is the accessibility, right? In this network as it starts to develop. Uh, or you want to achieve a goal, right? The Western industry does a good job, for the most part, of mentoring and taking people in and supporting others. And if you think about our conversation, right, there's not, in the realm of baseball, it's kind of difficult to get yourself to a world champion if you're a high school baseball player, right? To have them as a resource, to have them as available to teach and to coach and to mentor. But in this Western world, I mean, really you're your only limitation because the most, because most world champions, because most mentors, because most elite horsemen, I mean, they have been there, right? They have fought the fight. They know what it takes and, and they're willing to help others grow. And it's just, it's incredible to, to have that access to that level of expertise on a consistent real world basis.
1: Oh, I agree with you. Yeah. The, the Champions, I mean, and we're talking champions inside of the arena and yeah. outside of the yeah. arena. They want to lift others up. They want to build others up. They, I mean, that brings them joy. That gives them full fulfillment to to want to leave leave the place better than when they entered it. And, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. the there are, there are a lot of lifters and a lot of builders out there that are just waiting for you to ask for help. And that's why the ask for help strategy is so important. It's such a courageous step. Well, yeah. And, and it is scared. It is scary. I mean, if you read the forward in my book, I mean, yeah. Larry, Larry D, she knew, she knew when I left that message on the phone that That I had probably written it out, which I had. I had. It was (laughs) Written it, deleted it, written it, deleted (laughs) it. I I did. I did. I I wrote it. I mean, I I was going to get on a voicemail. I had called. It was a voicemail. Oh, okay. I hung up. All right. Okay, good. Okay. What am I going to say? I had it wrote out on a piece of paper, the message I was going to leave for her. And because like what you say, I'm just piggybacking on that. It, it, it was scary, and it was courageous to ask her if I could come to the ranch if she had time. And Larry D., she told me, I'll make time. That's I'll incredible. Time. That is absolutely incredible, right? And that started everything for me. If, if, if there had not been Larry D., there would be no book. And, and that just shows what an elite human being, you know, competitor, horsewoman, clinician she is. She's amazing.
0: Yeah, uh, I class act is a almost an
1: understatement, right? Mm, yeah, I, I I owe that lady so much. I, I owe all my mentors so much. I mean, all of them. Yes, it
0: truly is a blessing to have people to pour India. You. you know, I I think about it all the time in my journey, and and I'm just I I'm truly am blessed to have the resources I have, and never in a million years did I think. That any of this would come to be. But as long as God has put it in front of me, we're going to be the best steward of it that we possibly can until this journey goes in a different direction. You know, you got to take it day (laughs) by day.
1: I love it. Yeah. Moment by moment. I mean, that is truly how I live it, is moment to moment. So. If,
0: if listeners want to get a hold of you, if they want to follow more of your content or get their hands on that book of yours, Heart of a Champion, how would they do so?
1: Well, I, it's for sale on Amazon and, uh, they can, they can, it's, uh, you know, they can purchase the book or available Kindle. It's, it's a Kindle version as well. And, and I'm, I'm on all sorts of social media. I I hang out the most. Um, Facebook and Instagram it's Donning Taylor my my name and and I have a website um donningtaylor.com and if you buy my book I put my phone number in the back of the book I mean that's that is how much I want to I want to contact you know be in contact yeah. build a relationship yeah. I'd love to hear your takeaways on the book and and folks do do that and it just truly warms my heart it lights me up I love hearing when they give me the takeaways or what they're implementing because they get it. They get that's the important part is the implementing.
0: I I truly believe it. I mean, action, action speak louder than words, right? It's an adage that we've heard our whole entire lives. I know my parents buried it in me and I just had a conversation recently about just that in the realm of Christianity. Uh, Mm. I mean, there's, there's people that talk about it and there's people that do it. And that's, wow. where the, that's where the action takes place is getting out there and, and putting your boots to the ground, getting your face in the mud, getting dirty and, and making some work of it because even with all of all of the material that you have to offer, right? People could consume all of it in theory, but if you don't take the action, what does it mean? Right? Yeah, there's there's yeah, nothing behind yeah. it. So you got to be willing. And in this case, yeah. you have an incredible amount of support from you to help encourage those steps i mean it's just a in my opinion a very very supportive system it's conducive to success it's proven success it's supported by some of the greatest in the industry people would be a fool not to inquire not to buy the book it's sitting in my bedroom right now um so there's plenty of work to be done on it and and I tip my hat to you uh, in your pursuit of, of changing the lives of others for the better. It's incredible.
1: Well, I appreciate that, Jason, and and I appreciate what you're doing. I mean, I've I've been a follower. I I I totally get your mission, and and I applaud you for your mission. And and so fun. I mean, you're you're inspiring me. I appreciate you. Well, that's incredible. I I thank
0: you dearly for the kind words because. We work as hard as we can at the show, but we don't really know what it's going to become, right? We just work as hard as we can day in and day out, and and the value's there on some level because the messages keep coming in, so we appreciate your support of the show. And and the hour has moved really quick, and I do want to spend enough time to, to elaborate on freedom. And as you know, being a listener to the show, I always formulate this final question around freedom. And In, in your journey in life, what would be a life skill or something that you've learned that you could leave as a legacy to create freedom in other people's lives?
1: Well, there is so much that I have learned. And I guess I'll give you this, Jason, and I don't know what you're going to think about this. Um, one thing that I have learned that that changed everything for me was that perfectionism it does not exist yes it doesn't exist it's it's striving for you know my excellence you're striving for your excellence yes. and when you're striving for excellence that's how you take the next step and the next step and the next step when we are when we're seeking searching wanting perfection man we are setting ourselves up to fail And it's, it's all we need to do. I mean, truly, all we need to do is take the next step and then take the next step. That's it.
0: Donina, it's an incredible point that you make because I've, I've lived it right. And chasing perfection, I
1: picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Chasing perfection, uh, buried me. Just flat out buried me because I was chasing something that did not exist, that would not exist, no matter how hard I worked, no matter how long I stayed up, how many man hours I put into any project or endeavor. And for me, the load got a lot lighter and I started to move a lot faster down the trail when perfection was omitted and I inserted progress or progression, right? Chasing progress was where where the fun really starts, where the progress actually takes place.
1: You got it. Yeah. That, that was huge, huge for me.
0: Awesome. Well, Donnie, thank you very, very much for setting time aside for everybody here at let freedom rain podcast. And, and we truly, truly support all that you do. I think it's an incredible space that you live and operate in. I think it's much needed, not only for the rodeo industry, but for all of us in this Western world. And if there's anything that we can do to support you and your cause, please do not hesitate to reach out. We would love to be a, be a part of your journey. And we cannot thank you enough, not only for being fans of the show, but for your willingness to to help your fellow man. It's incredible.
1: Oh, thank you, Jason. It was just a true a true pleasure and, and, and an honor to get to meet and visit
0: with you. And we'll talk down the road, I'm certain. Thank you. Have a good one. Hey, thanks for riding along with another episode of Let Freedom Rain Podcast and being part of our Freedom Family. If you want to provide greater support of this show, visit patreon.com forward slash let freedom rain podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash let freedom rain podcast. And rain is spelled R-E-I-N. There you can provide a donation, and it costs less than the fancy cup of coffee you're probably holding, to help us produce free weekly content. For collaborations, to book us as a guest for your next event, or to make guest recommendations, email us at info.lfrpodcast at gmail.com. For the most up-to-date information on Let Freedom Reign, visit our Facebook and Instagram page at Let Freedom Reign Podcast. Additionally, you can find us on Twitter at Let Freedom Rain underscore. We cannot thank you enough for being our most loyal listeners, and we'll see you on the next
1: one.